I got to the part where, like, I don't know how far you are, Sean, so I feel like this isn't a spoiler. I just got, I got out of the first clown room, and I was like, I don't want to be a clown right now. <laughs> I just stopped playing it. Sorry, man, that's your life. Well, I kept saying, let's start the show. All right, let's start it then. All right, who's doing it? Me. All right. You. I'll do the second part then. You never you never say, like, welcome to story. Do you? I it's literally you. say it every You're... time. Yeah, it's never no. me because I'm so bad at it. We just don't even bother yeah. asking Chris to okay. do it. <laughs> Chris is going to start with welcome to story because that's very fucking easy to say. It's welcome to story, a podcast where we talk about... We take one thing and I can't really fuck easy. it up. Yeah. Wow, it's so <laughs> easy. <laughs> I was bragging and that fucked me. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, it's Welcome to Storied, a podcast where we take one form of media and translate it into another. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. All right. And Ready? then we're going to talk about the X-Files. Who's going to do the second part? <clears throat> I'll do the second part. All right. I never do the second part. That's true. All right. Ready? Are we Ready? Hello and welcome to Storied. This is the podcast where we take a story idea. God damn it. <laughs> I missed the or. <laughs> Alright. Hello and welcome to Storied. This is this. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> this is this. Hello and welcome oh, to Storied. This is the podcast where we take a story or idea from one medium and translate it into another. Yeah, today we are going to be talking about The X Files, a classic uh, television show. Which I'm sure most people of our generation watched, and we're going to be turning it into an adventure game. And we already did an adventure game with Bob's Burgers back in the day, but we figured the X Files was sort of a perfect uh, map to an old school sort of scum style adventure game. But maybe we'll update it. Who knows? I mean, that was 15 episodes ago, man. I don't think anyone even remembers. That was like a lifetime ago. We did Bob's Burgers, so nobody listened to that. Yeah, it's true. We've grown as as podcasties. Podcasters? Yeah, nobody listens to, to most of these. <laughs> hey, um, listen, we got a really strong 60 people. And it's, yeah. This, that's and a, it's we like have, that's ET2. Good, man. ET2, for some reason, is like off off the charts. Um, but, but every other episode, it's just sort of like, oh, okay. Well, h- hello, everyone who listens to this podcast, all yeah. 60 of you. Yep. Thanks for listening. Hey, listen, <laughs> yeah, that, that is a respectable group. I don't want to like sh- you know malign the, the handful no, no, of hardcore um, people who enjoy our podcast every two weeks, and I'm very happy to have that many people listen at all. We definitely appreciate it. No, yeah. it's, it's great. I honestly would love to know, for all our listeners... You should like contact us, please, and tell us why the ET2 episode did so well, because we cannot <laughs> figure out the points on the chart that make a line as to what people like to listen to, because that episode was ridiculous, and probably the least informative episode we've done, because it was just so stupid, but some people, like, somehow people love that one the most, so and then we tried tell to, us what we're doing. We tried to recapture that magic with the Kellogg Cinematic Universe episode, and just nobody cares. <laughs> it's like the worst, it's the worst level. We also... To be fair, picked a really stupid topic. I mean, that was like I, I was thinking about that after we did it, and I'm going, nobody. Why would anybody listen to this? It's the fucking dumbest idea ever. I, I mean, we thought it was say, funny, but it's also it was, really dumb. It was the most one of the more enjoyable ones to record, but that doesn't mean it yeah. was the most enjoyable to listen to. And there's a very no. specific distinction between those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We we'll can't do it again. We can't hit a hundred. Out of a hundred every time. So anyway, back to form here with the X Files video game. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so we're gonna we're gonna make this game about Agent Doggett, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's just one hundred percent Agent Doggett. The most and the fan favorite character. Is her name Reyes? No, that's Thimbleweed Park. Oh, see, you've already given the game away. 
Ah, man. The Thibwee Park what? already made the game we're going to make by accident. What the, what the hell is Annabeth Gish's character's name? Let's look it up live on the air. Uh, no, I don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody Monica cares. Reyes. It was a stupid it was Monica joke. Reyes. Let's just move on. Yeah, you did. Is it? it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew it was Monica right. too. But well, anyway. why did you say that, Dick? Because I, I didn't know the last name. Oh, well, I asked what her name was. I didn't care what which one. This is some really I, good podcast banter. It's just, just uh, stellar. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, sixty of you. Uh, for sticking around, yeah. we will um, we'll get to this to this shortly, I guess. Um, so yeah, so no, but we're not gonna we're not gonna make this about Doggett and Reyes. That's no. dumb. Yeah, we're I gonna agree. make it about Mulder and Scully. So we were, um, we were talking before the podcast about the new season and how it just it's really tough to recapture that the sort of magic and sort of time and place of the '90s, the original X Files. Um, you know, up to season six when Doggett shows up or seven, whatever, and, and trying to figure out, should we place this in the regular, like, 90s timeline of the X-Files, or should we try and update it and say, this is what we imagined a new season or a new chunk of X-Files content would be, like, in 2018, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of tough to say, because you, you know, we talked a little bit recently um, about how episodic things have sort of gone away in favor of serialized things. And the X-Files was kind of both. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. It was, you know, it was a show that was like, it had an overarching narrative, but it also just had episodes that existed on their own that would sometimes tie into the overarching narrative, but most of the time didn't. Um, which made for this sort of interesting tapestry of, I feel like, a show that felt like uh, they had richer lives than a lot of shows do. Interesting. Now? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know why, but, like, I always remember feeling like, um, you know, they just had more going on than this this major conspiracy, and that felt kind of cool to me. Whereas, like, now you have serialized shows, and, like, the only thing that's happening on the, in these people's lives frequently is just what's on the show. Right. Which is cool, but I think it does, there's a little texture missing from that, you know? And so... I think with a game, you could probably bring some of that aspect of it in, like some of that, um, these side missions, you'd, you'd call them, uh, you know, adventure games didn't really do that. It was always about the main thing, but you always have these like sort of one-off puzzles or whatever that would, um, that would crop up, that would, that would move, move it forward. Everything else is sort of an Easter egg, you know, it's like in, in Maniac Mansion or whatever, you could read every book on the shelf for some reason. Yeah. Or Thimbleweed Park. They have that fucking ridiculous library in Thimbleweed Park that's like, you can literally read like 2,000 books names. It's a, a staggering amount of work. It's a very good amount of content and totally worth it. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, I agree to your, your to your point. Even in like Sierra-style adventure games, which were more like storybook-based, like based, there was a lot of, I need to get this thing from this guy so they give him something that he needs. And you sort of touch another person's life. I need the whatever the like the axe to cut down a tree to make some firewood for my sick to to boil some water for my sick daughter or something like that and you get you sort of interact with these people for a moment to get a thing you need and you walk off and you never see them again but there's like an implied second story there you never really get more information on that kind of makes the field feel more rich the world feel more rich it could be cool to kind of have like a mission based structure in an X Files adventure where it's like you do have the mythology things but like they only unlock uh, you can only use so many of them, and then they're sort of locked behind sort of movie of the week missions. Yeah. Um, 
where it's you know you almost you almost build more than one game. You build like a you could build like a Monkey Island style like major puzzler out of the mythology part of it, and then you know you you do have these sort of things that you just have to do um, to to kind of like live your life. <laughs> yeah. Like like deal with a creepy uh, guy who can squeeze through a vent. Oh man, uh, and, and and vomits bile everywhere. Yeah. Tombs, yeah. That's interesting because I was always I was thinking about this one before we started, and uh, you know, one thing I kind of talked about this before we started recording, but one thing that was so appealing about the X Files at first was like they had characterization, but like there was almost like this like distance that you maintained from them, and you were kind of talking about it before, Sean. When you're there was like you're talking about the texture of the of the reality of the the characters' lives and how much you only got to see um, week to week. You know, you don't only really see them at work. Um, yeah, you saw you saw them doing their jobs, and that was about it. Yeah, and like that. When I first started thinking about what this game could be, that just kind of like bringing it back to like that bare bones, sort of like you're on the job as Mulder and or Scully, um, and you're on this specific case, and like the game could maybe start like when you're you know you go up to the mountains of Alaska or whatever the hell is there mountains in Alaska? Um, but you go. <laughs> I'm assuming there are. Yes. <laughs> but you go to. You know, you go to this remote thing and you're on just this one specific case and just kind of get wrapped up. It, it'd be almost like uh, I didn't see it, but at the X, second X Files movie where it's like, um, you know, this this one specific thing, this one specific case. So it's just interesting that we kind of were seeing it from different potential ideas there. You, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense to me that you would have a game that matches the format of the show. Like you said, Sean, the, the there's a lot of Monster of the Week stuff, and then there's a lot of A-plot stuff. And sometimes, like, there'll be a shot at the end of a Monster of the Week stuff of a guy putting, like, an alien embryo in a jar on a, on a, on a shelf somewhere and closing the door behind him, and that's it. But it's sort of And ties. always, they play the same song every yeah. single time yeah. that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah. That was the same. Well, like, it was like, there you go. Oh. Like, yeah, they... That was a really... That was, that's not a sound. Uh, that's not a, that's not we're a song. We're going to get in trouble for a trademark for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a, a takedown notice. Yeah. Um, no, like, there, there was always a little bit of something to tie it into the A-plot, but it was like a shot or a scene or a sound effect, like a weird mouth sound that you just did. Um, or like the cigarette smoking man just being like his like easy chair being a creep with his face obscured by shadow. Right. And that was, and he would say like something like it begins or some dumb shit. And that would be it until the a plot stuff showed up. So the idea of a either linear or nonlinear, I think linear would probably be easier to make um, mission structure where you do a bunch of monster of the week stuff and you solve it and you're like, cool, that case is done. And there's the shot of Gillian Anderson sitting at her fucking computer Writing the Wait, longest. Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. Oh, yeah, Gillian Anderson. Writing the longest, <laughs> most overly wrought like case descriptions. At the end of each case, she would write these like fucking like novels about. Yeah, what... but that was like just first season, though, right? No, like, they did they it for a while. I guess they kind of did the first couple of seasons, and, and but yeah, like, they, they kind of dropped that after a while. That's fair, but it was always like written as if she was writing in a, like a teen journal, like a diary. Um, about like her feelings and like how she felt about Mulder and how she felt about the X Files. Instead of just being like, "This is a professional write up of a case that you closed." <laughs> like someone's going to read this at a court somewhere. It's um, like Doogie Howser. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. She's writing it like laying down on her chest on her bed with her legs Dear kicked diary, up in the air. Today we saw the weirdest <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was, but it was so weirdly like prose. I don't know what the, the term like not prosaic, I guess, but like it was a weird. It just felt so weirdly written. Uh, but you would end each 
case with one of those, like a recap, right? But then something you've done during that case would tie into the larger mystery, and then every four or five quote-unquote chapters or, or missions or cases would be the A-plot conspiracy, black oil, alien shit, right? And and you would continually be opening this larger case as you went through these smaller cases and talk to people and stuff. That 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 100% feels like an X-Files season, you know? It'd be cool to um to sort of make it uh like the the, the characters have different strengths, right? Like uh sort of I don't know. Some some adventure games have done this in the past, but you have um, sort of people who specialize, right? In yeah. Stuff. Like Mulder's like really Mulder. good at throwing uh, a balled up paper uh, into his trash can through the basketball <laughs> the basketball <laughs> net. He's really good at that. He's really good at showing up just before Scully to see something happen, and no, it's, then it's Scully the shows up, and she's really good at not yeah. seeing yeah, something. Yeah, she's happen. super good at like. They're in a fight, yeah. and she loses her gun and runs around the corner to get it just as the alien fucking transforms and flies away and then <laughs> runs back to see Mulder staring at the sky going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, she's a fucking expert at that. That's the whole yeah. game. He's amazing at... It's like, it's yeah. like track and field pad from Nintendo. Like, just, just catch up to see the thing, and, like, every time it's like, fuck, you're just playing <laughs> you a skeleton. Do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, man, there's definitely yeah, there's, great. There's, I mean, a, a peripheral that you can buy for this game that comes packaged in the deluxe edition that is, like, the, the running pad from the Nintendo... It just uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's just harder to do with Scully. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, there's something weird and sexist yeah. about that. Probably. Anyway, what were you gonna say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She only makes it. She only. It only goes up seventy percent of the way. That's. <laughs> well, you have to do it in high heels, right? In a giant baggy suit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think you know just having Mulder. Um, Mulder's like your your like uh, fuck it guy, you know, and he he just kind of like. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, hang on. Can you describe that for me, please? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, you, um, somebody tells you, like, don't go through that fence, uh, that's, that's, don't go through that fence at all, and then you're immediately looking for bolt cutters, uh, oh, I to get through that fence, and so, and you're gonna, you're gonna traipse through that field and find out whatever the hell's over there, and, uh, Scully's not gonna do that, right, so, like, you build the puzzles around the idea that, like, you know, she's gonna, um, uh, she's gonna find, uh, a tooth buried in somebody's like intestinal tract during a medical examination. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. She loves had no doing, way to get uh, there. She loves doing, uh, uh, autopsies. She gets stoked when a body's dead. She's like, Oh hell yeah. Like <laughs> that's her fucking jam. It's funny too. Cause I was watching the show not too long ago. Um, right after I moved to London, it was like on in the middle of the night on some TV show or TV channel here. And, uh, there'd be three episodes in a row and I was just watching them before I would go to sleep and uh, the funniest thing is that, like, I don't, like, what, what is, what is she? Like, what, she goes and, like, immediately just does, like, autopsies on things? Like, is she, is that, is that really a job? You know what I mean? She's like a, like, she's like a doctor. The, she's like a medical yeah, doctor. Yeah, but she's a doctor, but, but, like, the, she's always doing the autopsies. Like, nobody else is doing them. You yeah, they I mean? have, It's like, they, don't they have a medical examiner there? Have anyone else? <laughs> It's really weird. They've definitely been episodes where she are. like kicks up on the door as someone else is doing an autopsy. She's like, "Get the fuck out of the way! I'm doing this." I think she just <laughs> loves know. doing autopsies to the point where she won't I don't let think anyone that's else do them. Yeah, like no, we yeah. have jurisdiction. No, you're the FBI. Okay, I guess we have to fucking let you do what you want. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm totally wrong. But, but the fact uh, that she would do yeah. that and she's—it's just there's a whole like 
unspoken thing about her not trusting anyone else to do autopsies correctly. So she's just like, get out of the way, hick, from some backwater Alaska <laughs> town. I'm doing this autopsy. Yeah, we don't see... They are always going. They just cut out all the scenes where Skelly's character is just a complete shithead to, like, the rest of the FBI staff. <laughs> yeah, they felt it would make her a little too unapproachable, too cold, you know. Yeah, she'll be, like, sitting at her desk writing up her thing, and they always cut before the janitor comes in. And she just like throws stuff <laughs> at the, the trash can. Or she just like, <laughs> throws stuff at the trash can and never makes it in on purpose. And, like makes him pick it up. <laughs> so, but what I'm hearing from you, Sean, is that like we would probably have moments in the game where you would swap between the two characters and they would have specialties, a la like you know, Mulder is like the rebel park. and he break. Yeah, exactly. Thing we park. Fuck. Okay. Uh, where you know one one character has the ability to break the rules and go through the fence and punch a guy in the face and see the alien and the other person has the ability to, to do an autopsy minigame, like an investigatory minigame and not see the aliens and stuff like that. That's like you have to go see the alien and you try to go see it as Scully and he's like, no, I'm not letting you see me. You have to go play as Mulder. Like, <laughs> you you can't use that with that is what they actually say. Yeah. For some reason, uh, this is totally unrelated to what you were saying, but I, I really just want to do a beat in the game uh, where Mulder... Uh, there's like like Guybrush style. Like there's four dialogue options, and they're all the same, which is just uh, you can't hide the truth. Or whatever. Yeah. What did he, yeah. what did he always say? Like uh, the, the truth. The truth. It's just four different versions. The truth of is that. out there. The truth is out there. But no, he, he, well, he, he said that maybe once or twice. I don't know if he actually. Like ever he would said always that. say some version of like, uh, you know, the truth will will out or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, you just have five dialogue options that are just that. As long and, as all five then, of them are voiced as separate lines, so there's just five different takes for the same fucking line. Well, it's not the same line. There's like six versions of the same line, and that's like you just whittle them down as you go through the game. So like one of them disappears after you choose it, and then the next time you have a dialogue option, it's just another version of that line. Because that's all that. he ever says yeah. to like people of authority. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. There needs to be a barge into Skinner's office and like point the finger at him and call him a shitbag and then not get fired somehow mini game for sure that cuz Mulder was a fucking pro at that well both those things are in the last scene of the game when you just that's the last choice you get to make it's just you get to, you get to leave the game by saying the truth is out there and you feel empowered you know, to do you know, it you say it as you walk off with your with your sport jacket slung over your shoulder and they finally seal up the X-Files room for the last time and and Mulder looks over his shoulder at the camera and says it to the camera <laughs> and then it's fucking fade to black. Is there a camera? What kind of style are we doing That's here? That's a good question. Is this like a modern game? Uh, I'm imagining like um, kind of a hybrid of some kind where it's like a 3D uh, old school 2D adventure <laughs> game. Excuse me. I, I would like Holy to not shit. make it Thimble, Thimbleweed Park just because <laughs> there's a lot of already a lot of overlap. So anything we could do to not be that game would be great. Well, that's not 3D. No, that's I know. That's 3D. what I'm saying. I, I, I guess that's my way of agreeing with you. Yeah. I mean, it could be, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it, you'd miss a lot of, uh, I mean, you could do it with the art, but it would be cool to have lighting, you know, it'd be cool to be able to like control the lighting and do some really cool, um, cool. And, and maybe like, I don't know, like there's a lot of, I, the, the old X-Files episodes that are now airing are, are, have been, like, up to HD, which means they basically just cropped it, right? They cropped the 4 by 3 aspect ratio that most of the episodes were originally shot in, and right. they're just making it look 16 by 9 uh, and reframing every shot. And it's like, it just it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know? um, the, the lighting in this show was absolutely incredible. The, the, 
there's definitely episodes I remember just feeling like a fucking like weird haunted mansion. Like like it didn't feel real. It was so outlandish. There was an episode where they go into a jail, and there, there's some sort of like there's like a murderer in the jail, and he's killing you know uh, inmates, and the whole thing is lit with this creepy green light, and there's fog everywhere, and it it's just like the most unnatural like bright green slimer esque green light. And that's that's the, the the main that's like their main color palette for the whole episode, but it's it just feels very like '90s aesthetic, and I think that sort of being able to capture some of that with our game would be would be really important if we're going to make it feel like it's from that era, you know. So I, I tend to agree with you as we definitely want some control over that that sort of like staging. I was I was thinking kind of 2D um, when we thought about this just because of to get it back. Like just just pick an aesthetic that gets back to like the glory days of the X Files, you know. Um, and there's just something about it's weird because like few games pulled it off, but a couple games did really well. Um, any sort of like suspense or horror, horror element in like a 2D environment. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like inside, right? Mm. Um, I guess I was kind of picturing something like that, but um, older and more pixelated. <laughs> Not that we, I mean, if we're making this now, it wouldn't have to look like that. But it's just funny that I guess maybe that might be a good starting point is to think about like what kind of game it is, what's the gameplay like, and then we can figure out. I think you want to probably like move around with a controller. Like if you're going to sell it to people these days, like you want to like try and build the interface around that. But it's not, um, it's not like icon verb based thing. Like I would imagine you you probably have uh, some gameplay to it. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of adventure games these days are sort of uh, similar to older ones in that, you know, there's inventory. And then a lot of a lot of them have... I, I would argue that Inside is an adventure game. Yeah, I would, ways, I would argue that know? as well. Yeah, it's a lot of and I think that, like, puzzling. Yeah, and, and it's, not, um, it's not a traditional one. But I think folding the, those kinds of things into this game would be cool. Where it's like, you know, sometimes you're just shoving a filing cabinet out of the way or opening a door... But you're doing that action. It's not like click open door. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool to kind of like build that in. You'd want to have, I think, context sensitive, like to your point, Sean, context sensitive verbs. Um, so you don't have to go to a menu and be like, look at, talk to, right? Like you just want to walk up to someone and click on them and you know, the game knows what you want to do immediately. Or, you know, you like give, you know, you have icons or like give a thing to a person or talk to a person. And it's sort of, you know, you don't need to have all the icons available for all the people all the time. You don't have to use gun on person all the time, right? But when it's when it makes sense for the game, then you would want to do those things. So it's like a chasing somebody would right. be cool to do in like yeah. an actual three. You know, like they're throwing shit in your way, you have to jump over it. Like they did that kind of stuff in the show all the time. Yeah, um, and it could affect the story in a cool way. It's like if you don't quite make it to see the UFO, or like you know, like you don't you don't get in the door because the guy shut it or you didn't catch him. It could be like, you know, there's, there's episodes where they, they succeed and then there's episodes where they don't. Right. No, that's a good point. Um, by the way, I just remembered, um, there was a X-Files game, uh, an X-Files adventure game, um, a point and click one made in the nineties. Um, that was full motion video. Oh, oh really? shit! So they actually got the actors to show up for this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what it was called. So you already know it wasn't good. 
it, I think my friend my friend had it. Um, I'm looking and... at it now. It's literally just called the X Files game. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, Which is the most '90s it, fucking way you could possibly name that game? Oh, it's hilarious. It was probably called the X Files yeah, like TM this... game. Like they didn't yeah, even register trademark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I never played it. I don't remember. Uh, I, I remember my friend playing it, and and the, the 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 FMV like being really dodgy. Like even for the mid '90s, it, it just looked. Fucking terrible! Oh my god, dude! I'm 100 um, percent stealing these images for when we actually post this episode online because it's just so cheesy. It's it's like it looks like some early 90s night trap shit where there's the like widescreen letterboxed uh, image in the middle of the screen and at the bottom is all your like hyper hyper like pixelated drawn like like uh, inventory items like your FBI badge, handcuffs, a like a, a Manila folder with an alien face like stapled to it. It's, so fucking good <laughs> and then there's a bunch yeah. of like dialogue options uh and then obviously the, the dialogue would change the video that would you would get but this is just the most epitome of uh a 90s game i i love this it it looks to me like it's it's very similar to the game that we're talking about but obviously an fmv 90s game where it's mostly an adventure like point and click adventure game with inventory items and and uh unlockable dialogue options and there's a lot less of the uh, a lot less of the um, like running around and chasing guys and shooting stuff. Well, it's weird. There's a yeah, yeah. There's another one called it's survival horror called Resist or Serve. I don't know if you guys were aware of that movie. one, I know. <laughs> but it, was, it looks like to be more like a survival horror game. That was oh two, yeah, two thousand four game. Yeah. Fuck. Weird. But so this game, yeah, right? yes, our game. Uh, there's a couple a couple things that I think you know lend themselves to adventure game pretty well, which one of them is just the idea that, you know, they're, they're constantly investigating crime scenes mm-hmm. sort of, you know, in the, in the show, they're showing up, they're talking to the police, they're talking to the survivors or the, you know, witnesses, and then they're kind of finding crazy shit. And then that's leading them to the next thing. So there's a very natural progression for this game in terms of just, you know, show up on, on the scene and sort of what is the scene? And then, they, you know, there's there's definitely scenes where it's like that leads to them going to like a creepy warehouse where there's just bodies growing in tanks there. Right. You know? um, and, and that kind of shit. And like exploring one of those places and hearing a noise. And I think that you could actually kind of get a lot of without, – without doing any kind of 3D camera work, um, make, making it more immersive. Like I think you could get a lot of like creepiness that the show has – just into exploring an environment with a, like a limited like field of view, like a limited scope of what you can see in the room, any given room that you're walking around in. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool. Given Okay, so jokes aside, um, the, the Resident Evil comparison, even like we were talking about like that goofy Resident Evil looking game, but like the first Resident Evil game did a lot of really great stuff with static cameras. And even, like, uh, the game it was based on, not based on, but inspired by, which is called Alone in the Dark, which was one of my favorite adventure games, does a lot of cameras stuck in the corner of a room and is static, and it's, like, really a really high camera attached to the ceiling or a really low camera attached to the floor. Uh, and all you can really see is your character's, like, bottom half. Uh, and it feels really claustrophobic. And it's all just static camera stuff. And it, 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 the, the limited field of view really makes it feel nervous because you can hear weird moaning sounds and you can't really like turn the camera to see what's coming and the inability to have full control like that let that let lack of control 
translates over to how you feel about the space where you're like, I don't know what's around that corner. I can't see. It's really kind of like nerve wracking. And, and to your point, I think that would be, that's a really good uh, sort of like touchstone as far as what we could do with this game, where it is a Resident Evil kind of game in that you walk around as a th- in a third person camera with a character and the, the it's not like point and click necessarily but the camera is very constricted in what you can see and you hear weird noises and you're seeing weird things and it's kind of dark and maybe there's a time pressure outside right because you've broken into this place illegally and as soon as like the cops show up you got to run or whatever like there's a lot of different things you can do to add add pressure to the scene uh i think that would be that's a really really strong option I wasn't thinking of like res- like fixed camera style like Resident Evil. I was thinking more like a like you know if it was like a sky- side scroller kind of uh, 3D environment like like a, like an old adventure game but in 3D. Mm-hmm. But you could like the camera would move with you when you so more like you, inside you know kind of yeah but like also sort of you could walk into space. Yeah, like, sure. You know how you know how old uh, you know old adventure games like you know the sprite would just get smaller when they walked away from the camera, walked towards the camera, right? There'd be places you could go, but you would have to. You'd actually have control over it. I don't know. That's 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 what I was trying to yeah, get at. I mean, like, that, that works you know, too. you go, you go inside of like a like a warehouse, and uh, I'm not arguing that it's better necessarily. I'm just saying you go inside of a warehouse, and you can you can't you can't move the camera around. Like the right stick is like driving your flashlight or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you could like look around and find clues and find stuff, but there's not like, um, you you know you can't you can't. You hear you hear something in the distance in the warehouse, and you you, you know you can't you can't see it necessarily right. because it's still off camera. It's still limiting your perspective. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is interesting to do that sort of like fixed camera style too. And I think I think there might be room for kind of both things actually. Like after you after you pitch that, because I feel like it could be cool to have um, have some places where you walk in, you like click a door and you open it up, and the room is just sort of uh, looks different, you know, and and the the, the Control style would allow you, you know, if you could walk in 3D space back and forth from the camera and side to side, it would still work in a fixed camera way. Be interesting. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, so story-wise, though, um, what kind of thing do you think we should do here? Because I feel like um, one of the things that's kind of weird is the X Files. It was very much like. Scully was a very important character to the show, and she she did get a lot of her own stuff. Uh, but it always still felt like Mulder was the main character. Yeah, definitely to me. Like even when she they would have episodes that were almost entirely based in you know uh, her faith or what she what she was going through. We had the um, most stakes usually, the most personal stakes. In yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'd be cool to like pull Scully up as the forefront, you know, for yeah. once, like have it be more. Because it was always interesting when that happened, you know. And even in the show, like, a lot of times, like, Mulder would be responsible for helping her. She, she didn't get herself out of the jam, you know. Like, um... There might be... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be two different games, but it might be interesting, too, to, like, in the way that the first Resident Evil that you play is Chris or Jill. Like, you pick, and you know that you have a certain skill set, but, like, it'd be kind of cool to, like, take that perspective into consideration, you know? Interesting, yeah. Like, it, yeah, have the, cool. you might be able to see different events from different, um, just different perspectives, different, like, you know, Scully would have uncovered this thing at a different time versus when Mulder, Mulder might have uncovered it. Um, it you know, get crazy, 
conditional and probably annoying to produce, but it, there might be something cool to that. I don't know. But I was, we don't have to make this game. Fuck it. I, I know. But I, but I think it's an interesting idea, Sean. It's just like, I, I'm trying to think now, like, with the, you know, as a, as a fan of the X-Files, who would I, who would I go into the game feeling more aligned with, you know? And yeah. would I feel, I, I mean, you know, I don't believe in shit supernatural, but I want to. Like, there's just that. Oh, you want to believe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you want to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so I would feel inclined to want to go in under, cause you know, if, especially if we have like investigative mechanics and stuff, like I, uh, I'll be playing under the mindset that I want to find something specifically supernatural. I think, well, but I'm not, and I'm not pitching that you would just play as Scully. Yeah. I'm pitching that you would be, the story would revolve around Scully in some way. It isn't like, you know what I mean? But it's not, um, like she'd be the protagonist, but it wouldn't be like only playing as Scully, it would be right. still both of them. Yeah, I think it's very important. Involved. I, like, I, I tend to agree with you, Sean, that it's very obvious that Mulder is uh, the stand-in for the audience. Like, he's the guy that believes in conspiracy theories, that sees them everywhere, that lo- like thinks he lost his sister to aliens, that has this like like long-running quest that is never truly fulfilled until they kind of, you know, phone it in near the end. Um... And so, like, and and Scully shows up to rein him in. Like, that's why she's assigned to him to be like he's he's a crazy weird guy. You're assigned to him to like disprove his dumb shit. So, if you turn into a show called The X Files and you're a fan of The X Files, it's because you like that weird paranormal shit, just the way that Mulder does. So, I think a lot of the fans of the show would always just naturally be more inclined to align with Mulder, who believes in this stuff and, and wants to see that stuff, than Scully. At least at the beginning. I mean, everyone sort of. As as she got more developed as a character, uh, you know there was more to sort of grab onto w- with that character. But you come in already sort of leaning towards Mulder because you you like the same things he does in that you watch that show, right? So trying to find things that the player can really identify with Scully would be an interesting challenge. I think I think it would be one that I would be I would want to do because like when they when they brought her religion in, it was such an interesting angle for a character who up to that point has been so logical and science-based and evidence-based and all of these things you're like okay she's very clearly a person who doesn't believe something until she sees it and then she has faith and there's all the stuff that that she rags on on Mulder about believing and he starts to kind of be like well that's the same thing as what you believe it's slightly different and it just the dynamic becomes really interesting so finding more of that stuff that to bring to the surface in this game would be a really really interesting challenge yeah, for sure. Um, and I think, you know, it, I don't know when, when we'll be setting this. That's a good question. Uh, we, we talked earlier today before the podcast about making it like this is what the new season in our minds would have been or should have been. Um, and I think that's interesting, but that sort of takes that maybe takes them out of the equation as far as being playable characters. Yeah, which is maybe okay. I mean, I, you know, part of me is like the show started losing steam because they didn't have a whole lot of ideas left. I feel like, you yeah. know, it's like, and, uh, you know, they tried to shake it up in a couple of different ways. Um, but it never really like gelled again yeah. after season four, probably like five had some good episodes in it. And then it's just really tapered off after that. It was just not great. Um, but I feel like, you know, for that reason, it might be worth exploring a story about, new people kind of coming into and, and reopening the X-Files. Um, 
just sort of ignoring all the shit that happened post season four and kind of trying to make trying to recapture how that felt yeah how that show felt rather than it being like you know about scully and Mulder, which doesn't mean they have to they don't come into it you know it doesn't mean that they don't show up uh in some in some way but it could be could be interesting to sort of make it about like we were talking a little bit before the show and we wanted to save it for the show actually but yeah just starting it with like you like opening a door uh and rediscovering the x-files which has been kind of closed off in the fbi vault for 15 years or however long it's been yeah you might be able to like in that way uh maybe you're given a case or something at the beginning of the game that has like tie-ins to something that happened in the x-files like the case up front might not seem um supernatural in nature and then well well i'm just trying to think of a narrative reason for this to happen right like no no i agree like that's cool like you start you you Sorry, I don't mean to run with your idea, but like to start to start the game, it's just like there's been a murder, and somehow it it leads you to the the like bricked up door that is the is the filing cabinet room that you that is was their office, and you aren't supposed to go in there, but through the adventuring and that the murder scene, you you sort of reveal that it's actually a, connected to the X Files. But at the very beginning, it seems really mundane. Like that's that's what I assume you're pitching, and that seems really really cool. Yeah, I mean, like, the soft pitch would be something like, you know, the the suspect, they run, like, the suspect uh, ID or something, or some sort of identifying It's Mulder. No, no, I was going <laughs> to say it's something like Tombs, you know, it's like, it's like a, it's just somebody who ties back to an X-File, um, and that's, you kind of have to look for the information on them, or maybe it's not the suspect, maybe it's the victim, or maybe there's a similar uh, murder or something um, and, and the, f- the file is, is quote unquote missing, uh, and it leads you down into the X Files room because that's where the the case file ended up, um, and it just all of a sudden unlocks that world in that in which you know, and then maybe as a as a player character you get some sort of a connection to Scully because she might still be active in the FBI, and then um, you have to interact with Scully and, and just kind of start digging into that past case to try to solve the current case yeah. um it, it i don't know it just there might be something cool about playing as somebody who's not Mulder or scully in that regard and finding your way into the world of the x-files you have to be careful it's like it you know it it, it could go south so so quickly yeah. right but it's still intriguing because like a lot of a lot of a lot of reboots or whatever you want to call them start they attempt this kind of a thing like they, they they they're like oh like the force awakens is a great example yeah. it's like um, what if uh, we have some new people and then they, they discover what's going on with the old people, but then the old people get involved and it's like, yes, except that, y- you know, the new people don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it's just an excuse to bring the old shit back rather than tell a new story about these people. So I feel like, you know, there's an, there's a way where this could go easily wrong, but it's like, yeah, you 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 could do a thing where Scully is still in the FBI, Mulder is just fuck fucking missing or whatever, yeah. drunk, and like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He lives in a boat down by the river, and um, it's not on it's not in the river to be clear. It's by the river. <laughs> it's just a dry docked um, boat that he just lives on. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, but you get uh you get Scully kind of getting more involved and sort of getting you to Mulder at some point. Yeah. Um, 
But I think, but like, it doesn't feel shitty. She doesn't do all the work, you know. Yeah, I think that's where. I mean, and that we've talked a lot about why Force Awakens didn't live up to that um, off the podcast. But I think that's you wouldn't want them to take over the story then, right? You almost want them to be like reticent to get back into the fight or whatever it might be, so that you still have like the the player character would have to be forwarding the narrative. Um, I wonder uh, if you uh, could like if, if this was a '90s game. I could easily see, and this is a, a stupid pitch, but like they always had a hint system that was built into the game. Well, not always. They, some of them games had like a, a thing you could do that would like give you a hint. And if like if Skulder, uh, Skulder, God, listen to me. If Skulder, it's, it's, that's it's, our it's new collective uh, of both of them. That's a new if, protagonist. If, that's the X File. <laughs> no, that's the X File. We're investigating is, is they merged uh, somehow. They're, their they're consciousness now. Is, is one person. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the reveal at the end. It's like V'ger. <laughs> you, you wipe the dust off of their 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 uh their nameplate and it's a scalder. So they cl- they put them both into one person. Like the aliens just took their DNA yeah. and just shoved yeah. them into one so person. Like, listen, we know you're basically the same person. Here you go. Uh, the the hint system would be you go and talk to Scully and she'd be like, oh yeah, well that reminds me of this one case where we had this guy who squeezed through a vent and she like gives you a Manila folder with like clues in it or whatever, or you could talk to Mulder and like they wouldn't actually in- get involved in the case unless you actually really needed them to, and they would just be the place you go to when you're 100 percent stumped. And they're like, oh you sweet child, you don't know what you're doing here. Let me help you out. <laughs> And it's just I don't want to talk to them unless I need like I'm I have no idea what the fuck to do with this adventure game. Fuck, uh, I need to find the 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 key hidden in this you know t- taped under this desk. Fuck, I don't know where to go for that. And they just give you a a, a hint on what to do next in the game. And they're more like a mechanical, <laughs> like a mechanical. I have an thing. idea. It's a terrible idea, uh, but I'm gonna say it anyway because I think I think it would it would happen if somebody if some people made this game, uh, which would be that. Scully, because she's she had faith, right? She had all that faith. Uh, she became like a nun. She, like, went <laughs> she the had other all way. that faith, fuck. And like so, like you go, you end up finding her like at a church, and like the the game mechanic for talking to her is going into the confession booth. Oh fuck! Or, like you know, she's a priest, <laughs> and <laughs> and she just kind of like slyly uh, sneaks you information, but then you have to go out and uh, repent for your sins. That's amazing, By, uh, God. You have a rosary, and you have to you have to actually pray every on, yeah in the, in the game. If you yeah, no, you if you hold the rosary, for, it's like you can like contact Scully wherever you are. It's like a fucking walkie-talkie. Or if you don't do oh it, she knows, and you can't get more information from her <laughs> until you do it. I know. How how many days has it been since your last confession? Long time, I know. I'm, I'm looking at your rosary <laughs> meter, and I can see that you've only done. Oh it. man, yeah, it's a meter for sure. Fuck. It's a, it's a rosary. Uh, you've and only like done the, twenty. The beads only fill up like every time. Like the beads glow as it goes around. <laughs> no, well, no, the beads would it's glow like the if she wanted to talk Monkey to Island. you. Like when Scully has something like relevant to say, uh, it, the beads would glow, and you'd be like, "Oh, I got to go talk to Scully." <laughs> oh God! Power of God. I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Or, or you could sorry. be one hundred percent like exact opposite of this where you start as a random person and you start a quest and you meet scully and then you just off that fucking character and goes scully goes well fuck i gotta solve this murder and you just, like swap out the new person for like scully this is symbolic bark then what's that this is symbolic bark then oh shit that's is that exactly how it person? starts fuck. you start playing as a guy who just gets murdered oh, like in God the first five it. minutes i should probably finish that game huh sorry ron it's in the f- beginning what? 
it's, it's the first thing. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Not, okay. It's so not even yeah, a spoiler, The first scene really. of the game is you play a guy who. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's not a spoiler. I, for some reason, he... I thought you. Were, I thought you meant like you play one of the investigators who is then killed while trying to solve the case, and then another investigator comes in to solve like to solve that. I didn't. For some reason, I didn't like. No, you just start the game play, play and the an guy's like, rando. Yeah. and he's like, I, this looks like a place I'm going to get murdered. And then you just get murdered. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, we probably start this thing, this whole thing is a, is a, is a monster of the week game, right? Like if, if we do start with a new protagonist, um, which should probably be a woman. Reverse the reverse the gender roles a little bit, you know, yeah. maybe. Uh, but anyway, you do you do new protagonist, and then you do rediscovering the X Files, getting involved, and then um, it's just kind of monster of the week for a little while, and then maybe like you f- discover a mythology thing, and that's when you kind of get Mulder Scully involvement, maybe. Yeah, that's interesting. Where it's like um, that leads you to them because that makes sense. Um, rather than just being like a random case version, you know, it could be cool if like, okay, tomb shows back up. Yeah. But you just investigate a new tombs murder instead of it being like, this is the excuse to get them involved. And then, uh, cancer man shows up or something, you know what I mean? And, and then you, you sort of get involved with, uh, Scully and Mulder through, through that. Like they come contact you. Like it'd be cool if Mulder showed up and he was like X or like, um, deep throat. Oh, that is cool. You know, after a while, and and you just kind of start getting these like things, and it just sort of feels like an X Files thing. But then you find out it's Mulder like much later in the story or something. Oh yeah. Would you even? You might not even see him. Like he only contacts you through like hidden means. And you're kind of like as a player, you're like, when the fuck is Mulder going to show up? Hidden memes. Yeah, he just keeps sending gifs like of uh... (laughs) a. That's all. He embeds all his contact information in a fucking picture with white text on it. (laughs) (laughs) but he um yeah he sends you to the lone gunman at some point you go there and like one and like frohickey's in a wheelchair or something because he got cancer and then uh you know what i mean like but like the world's moved on like it could be kind of cool to to catch up with these people um the lone gunman and and just sort of see that they're yep they're still nuts uh but they're still useful like you could get involved with them but it wouldn't be like it'd be like one time like it wouldn't be like uh you know, take it to these guys, but they're like they just suck now. They're not yeah. funny little dudes anymore. They're just assholes because yep. they, they've been they've been conspiracy theorists for like forty years, uh, you know. And uh, and the guy who looks like uh, what's what is that guy's name? The, the the really clean cut dude. Oh shit! Yeah, um, I don't remember I don't the, the, the characters' name, names. Yeah. I just remember what they look like. Anyway, he's dead. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know, like he died because of something, and like, uh, like, uh, uh just, Byers. He was just Byers. really depressed that the that their TV show didn't take off after like nine episodes. God. <laughs> that no, it was like one episode, right? They had like seven or eight or nine. They had like okay. one, almost but a I full think run. They only aired one. I they think only, you're right. Yeah, they I, aired one, and it was the episode where uh, an airplane gets hijacked. And slammed into a building in America, and the reveal was that it was planned by America as a false flag organ, like like as a false flag operation to start a war in the Middle East, which happened six months. But like they aired that episode six months before nine eleven, 
And I guess they went, whoops, fuck, I guess we're not making this show anymore. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. How know, fucked up crazy. is that? Yeah. That's messed up. Yep. Uh, back to this fun podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. I didn't mean to ruin it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's definitely in the game. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's something really cool to me about um, just exploring what the X-Files would look like now. Um, and it sort of feels relevant to bring it back. That's yeah. kind of what I, why I was excited about the new season, because as I said before we started the, the, the cast today, like we are living in a world where we feel like there are foreign, whether it's true or not, there, there are foreign countries messing with our, like, our voting systems, and, and like Bitcoin is a thing, and people are hacking, you know, the DNC and spreading emails around and WikiLeaks exists and all of this shit of like deep state weird like conspiracy stuff is like at an all time high, I feel. So it, that's why I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is the perfect time to bring a show about global governmental conspiracies back. It makes perfect sense. But the problem is that the internet fucking exists. So there's no mystery. Or at least there, there was no – they didn't capture – if there is a mystery, they didn't, weren't able to capture that element of like, I have no fucking idea. Where would you get this information from? You have to go to – you have to read some fucking weird lone gunman zine and then go talk to them in real life instead of going to some fucking conspiracy website of which there are thousands now. You know, So that fringe of society feeling that the original show had – that like all oh, these things are sort of operating around me, but I don't even think about them. Everyone thinks about this stuff all the time now, and it's so overwhelming that I don't want to watch a show about it because it's real. Like that shit's not a fucking fun fantasy anymore. It's real. So trying to figure out it would be a real challenge. I'm not saying we couldn't do it, but trying to figure out how to sort of inject some of that sort of creepy. I don't know what's happening. I can't. This isn't something that shows up on the internet. Like conspiracy stuff would be really challenging. And I think that's the problem they had with the new seasons of the show too. I got it. The whole... <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> so it's always a, a good wind-up when Chris says, I got it. <laughs> there's a whole, like, subculture of people, of conspiracy theorists, that believe, and this is genuinely true, that people like... Uh, and this goes back about 10 years at least. But people like Dick Cheney and... um, the hell's that guy's name? I can't remember his name. But a lot of, like... A lot of uh, more 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 often than not, Republican um, politicians and leaders. Um, I think it's Donald Rumsfeld was the one I was not thinking of, but they believe that they're actually lizard people from outer space. Oh my god! Yeah, and this whole thing is about finding out that that's actually true. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like shitty rubber masks on and somehow they have, we haven't noticed yeah and it's like it's it sends up being like men in black who are like all that natural inquiry it's v that's just v yeah oh, well shit, but, but i was gonna like remember in men in black when they would go to uh they would go and like check the national inquiry and they called them like the hot sheets right it was like yeah. all this like the shit that just easily gets shrugged off is nonsense is actually the truth the true thing that's going on it's like my dog married elvis presley's like ghost or whatever that kind of shit oh my god see what you're making me want to make is uh back for an inverse no, no no an inverse reality x-files where everything is fucked up and weird and the the end you end up like finding out that that that's not actually true and things are normal. 
like through the game. Like <laughs> you end up being like um, you you start the game as a nutcase conspiracy theorist and then prove that it's not true. <laughs> the game just gets you know? less and less interesting as you go yeah. on. Is that what you're telling me? It just gets no, really no, depressing, the, and you just end the game like laying on the ground in the fetal position, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's but it's about the reality. It's about reality crashing back in and and uh, and, and disrupting the uh, what the current state of the world. That's kind of goofy, right? but there is something actually like artistically interesting about like taking the X Files as a vehicle for people who want to believe this kind of stuff and like live in this kind of fantasy world. That like you know, if we uncover this one thing or, or get to the real truth behind it, we can fix everything, uh, and it, we can we can kind of look at in a look at it in a way of like mythology like like monsters and aliens and stuff and then at, by the end of the game you realize like none of that shit's true and it's just the, the world is just that sad and depressing and yeah <laughs> like yeah i mean it's honestly like every every one of these like uh you know the matrix like all these things are about sort of how light how boring life is and how exciting it 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 would be if something like this happened they live you know it's like uh Something's going on, and I'm going to figure out what it is. But I think and that something being just life yeah. is kind of weirdly I, interesting I, to I me. Mean, there's definitely something to say about – and this is, might be getting a little too deep for this podcast. But there's something interesting and something to say about like the pe- people who really believe in conspiracy, like the government is – you know, like other other like unbelievably ridiculous like like lizard people level stuff. I always feel like they're doing. I mean, maybe this is super obvious, but they're doing that because the world doesn't make sense. And with this conspiracy, suddenly everything makes sense, right? Like the way that the weird the way that the world is and why it's so fucked up and all of it, it just all makes sense if 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 this one weird fucking fact is true. So, like the idea that oh no, this like all of this makes sense. If that's if the lizard people thing is true, and you find out that it's not true, it like makes it just throws the world into fucking chaos. And how to deal with like why is everything fucked up all the time for absolutely no reason, no overarching like big reason uh, that that I can sort of grok, like my brain can kind of fucking handle. Like they just want it to be a, a thing that they can fucking understand. A lot of these people, and like that's how desperate they are for that kind of like stability, and and that's what that conspiracy gives them. So taking that away from somebody. <laughs> It would be really fucking interesting and fucked up in a lot of ways. I'm down. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe the X Files isn't the right vehicle for it, but it does feel like um, there's something to the idea that you can't uh, you can't get away from the world, even though like clearly that shit isn't true, right? Like the Republicans are not lizard people. If you believe that, you're an idiot. I, I just, I think there's like nobody ever just says that. Like a <laughs> yeah, lot of movies, yeah. a lot of things are sort of just about like uh, the world uh, being like, oh, what if, what if we were this perfect version of ourselves, or what if, what if we could, we if we could get to the bottom of this? It's like, no, that guy who is the president of the United States right now is just a fucking asshole. And he's surrounded by a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, the idea that he's like, like doing some like psyops, like, oh, he's trying to distract you from something by tweeting a ridiculous thing. Like, no, he's just a fucking child. Like, and that's why I think it's, yeah, he's an it. idiot. That's why I think it is like, it's hard to do the X Files now because <laughs> reality is weirder than like. Yeah, well, and it's also it's like it feels like enabling. Like I can't like I I, wouldn't, I don't even want to watch it because it's like. It's like I, it feels like irresponsible to get lost in the fantasy that things are that simple. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. And like, I think like making a game like that, especially nowadays, would be kind of enabling to people. Like, like stop fucking not paying attention. You know what I mean? I mean, unless the game starts out as, as your point, like if the game started out with Mulder being like, no, 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 this is a conspiracy here for sure, and we and we sort of make it seem like there is something. And it just ends up being a bunch of people acting like greedy shits independently or as a, as a group. But there is no like shady cabal of lizard people. It's just a bunch of shitty businessmen being shitty to like their workers. And like that's the, there's no actual conspiracy. It's in the like fantasy sense. It's just a conspiracy in the real sense where a bunch of people are just yeah. price fixing their fucking. But no, but you know. there's something that's really great about actually like this like. The game is about you proving to Mulder that everything's fu- everything's just fucked, and it's, it has nothing to do with aliens. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, totally. It was so fucked. The aliens about... left. They were like, we don't even we even want to clean there this mess up. There were aliens here yeah. like, years ago. Like this has been fucked up on its own for a long time. You're not All wrong, Mulder. Is... Yeah, there's so- it's something weirdly like um, because like you know uh, a lot of the X Files came out of like sort of uh, Chris Carter. Growing up during the Watergate scandal and the sort of counterculture movement, not trusting anything about the government, and yep. uh, and that being something that you know it, it just sort of festered for a long time until this guy grew up and got a TV show and then folded a lot of that sort of even the name Deep Throat comes out of the Watergate scandal, right? And like all of that stuff being sort of folded in, um, it it it's it sort of become the the reality now is is basically just what that was you know trying to expose that people thought for a long time like oh you know there are people in in rooms somewhere just deciding the fate of the world uh by doing these doing these nefarious things and the difference is those nefarious things are just sort of out in the open now. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Right? It's like, like the idea of the people just, being yeah, in a room—they're just doing it. Yeah, the people being in a room, like a shadowy government of the X Files, like that—that that group of old white dudes that's in that room smoking cigars—seemed so outlandish back then, you know. Uh, and now yeah. it's like, no, no, that's just that, that's totally an accepted fact of real life now. Like you'd have to you'd have to scale it up to something so cartoonishly ridiculous to make it unbelievable again, you know. You could literally take news footage from now and put it on uh, as uh, you could edit it together as a as a as a mockumentary yeah. in the '90s. Yeah, that's a good like, point. Which is crazy, but it's true. And like, I think there is some merit to the idea of reversing the the uh, reversing it. It doesn't have to go quite so far, but there is something about the idea of, um, it, and especially if it's going to be about like an older Mulder, like uh, about somebody who who's not chasing that shit down anymore right there's still there's still crazy shit going on right like there's still um we still do monster of the week shit but the conspiracy theory stuff is where we twist it around yeah, that's know? interesting i don't know yeah it could be cool i think you wouldn't you wouldn't want it i mean obviously you wouldn't want it to be a complete like fuck you like none of this shit's true like to the fans and the people that played the game right no no exactly not you still want some to be true and i i don't think you know I never want to have an agenda necessarily as a storyteller. You know, like it's better to just raise questions. So, you know, Chris, all I, art is political. Come on. Well, not when it's 
it's better to ask questions, right? And like, I'm, this sounds obnoxiously serious, but people do want to hear what our X Files game is. So, like, how might we actually work these ideas? Because I think these are interesting ideas, right? Absolutely, and I think that would that it would be a way to freshen up the X Files instead of call, call all of the belief and mythology in a question uh, right. in an odd way. But how do you do that without feeling like a giant, you know, something that's just yeah. that's just really insulting to to the fan base, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, it's, it's it's not something that I think is easily done well yeah. in the first place. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to happen either. No, not I, making the game for real. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tough because with, you cannot – I don't think you can make an X-Files game that centers around shadowy people in a room that doesn't have a political stance. Like that – I boy, trying to say like we're not making a political – it's like the, the new Wolfenstein game being like, oh, we're not making a political statement, but you can literally stab a Nazi in the face and that's like you're the good guy and they're the bad guys. That's pretty fucking political, man. I don't think you can walk back from, from a game once you've done that. So I don't know how – like I, I totally – You didn't play the part where you can heal the Nazi after you stab oh, it? Oh, yeah. You can actually be like, well, they weren't so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, uh, and I hear what you're saying, and I think that's a totally fair thing to say. Um, but a game about global conspiracies, and, and maybe that's not what the game was about. You know, maybe the conspiracy, there is no large conspiracy, and it's just a monster, it's just a one off Monster of the Week thing that takes place in, like, Wichita, right? And that's it. That's the whole game. You, just, you solve the murder, there's a weird, like, a weird alien or monster at the end, and then, you know, roll credits. And there isn't a commentary on, like, the state of the world at large. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the only way you could make that game without, with, with no a plot stuff, which might sort of not be what fans of the game are looking for, because a lot of that, a lot of fans love that large a plot stuff. Um, but the moment you show a, a, a shadowy cabal in a room, you know, and they're all old white dudes or whatever, you're, you're making a statement about the world, and it's kind of to Sean's point something we all kind of agree on as being a fact at this point, for the most part, for like the, like the majority of people, I would say. Uh, so. Either you just do that, and it's yep, the, that shit always happens and will always happen. Like the one percent and people with money, we are living in an oligarchy. They sort of set the rules, and we don't really get to have a say in it. That's as true as it was back then, except we just know more about it now, uh, and that's just a part of the accepted part of the world. Or we just don't touch on that stuff at all. And I think both are valid. It just depends on which direction the game wants to go in and what it wants to say, right? Yeah, and uh, I don't know that, you know, that's going to be much fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, this X-Files like, episode started out real fun and got real real. real. <laughs> but, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, like a Monster of the Week thing about, like, uh, you know, invisible lizard that uh, murders people. Um, and ends and, up and, being and, and, and like a, Donald Rumsfeld. Like a porno studio. You know what I mean? Like, like one of those classic X-Files episodes that just takes place in a weird environment. Um, but you end up with like that's the game you know that's what the game is but like any of the sort of hinted at mythology stuff we we might undermine a little bit right you know i think that's that's where you would probably end up doing it it wouldn't be like uh you would have a skeptic character who is sort of um winning that argument rather than losing it like like Scully does, right? Like Scully, over the course of the show, it gets increasingly uh, bought into all this stuff, which she should because she sees a lot of crazy shit. But like the game or whatever we're doing here, it would maybe be the opposite, where the main character, because it's not Mulder and he's not convinced that there's crazy shit going on in the government 
side of things anyway. Yeah. Maybe that person just gets convinced the other way. And that's all it is. But we still focus on the crazy shit that is happening and the monster of the week shit that is happening and how that, uh, how that lets them, um, sort of just process things. Um, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. You can see this person like getting involved in here and going, holy shit, there's way more to the world than I expected. And that would be kind of a cool thing to like, you'd see that from both characters potentially rather than just the main, uh, the main character being like all, all bought in yeah. and then the other one telling him no. Yeah. All the time. I think, I think that's, that's, <laughs> that was always the point of having both of those characters sort of bounce off each other in the early seasons before they added all that weird sexual tension is that they just believe fundamentally that the world, the state of the world is, is two different things. So when Mulder's like, no, no man, lizard people like Scully just does her like trademark eye roll. And it's like, no, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? The world is not like the world is weird and complicated, but not in that way. Uh, and n- neither of them are like uh, um, framed as uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, they're not framed as being stupid or idealistic, like to the point of re- re- being ridiculous. They just have two different different worldviews. And a lot of times, Mulder is wrong. Like, there's definitely episodes where he thinks it's a crazy fucking you know alien with with claw knife claws for hands, and it just turns out like it's something completely separate. Um, and so sometimes Scully is correct. He's not always incorrect, but you definitely would want to temper whatever message you're trying to send with, with two characters who sort of see things from two different directions for sure. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us on our fucking, (laughs) uh, you know, assessment of the sad world that we live in. Uh, let's make that a video game, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, we did get off topic a little bit there for a bit. I mean, not off topic, but but still, I, I do think that there's there's a lot of merit in making um sort of a 3D adventure game out of a a creepy 3D adventure game out of out of the X Files that has, um, you know, all the hallmarks of of the show. Yeah, creepy music, flashlights, um, people not seeing things at the last second, and, uh, and autopsies, autopsies. Autopsies, yeah, as a mechanic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a compelling gameplay device. All right, well, I guess that's it then yeah. for this 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 week's... Ending on a, ending on a uh, sort of a low note, uh, because the world at large kind of sucks right now. But this game would be really fun, I'm sure. I guarantee it. You should buy it when we yeah. make it. <laughs> We'd make some good stuff out of it, I think. Yeah, once you, go, once you actually dig into the details of like what's going on and... and uh, all the crazy shit. Like the X Files sort of lived on the details a lot of the time. You know, it's like you get like, oh, the uh, the weird thing that's happening this week is two little girls, thousands of miles apart, killed their families. Like they they look exactly the same. Like you just get like, oh, what? That's fucking crazy. Um, so I think that that's the stuff that's gonna pull you through this game, right? Where you, you're playing it and you're just like, oh my god, that's fucking nuts. I can't believe that. Yeah. Thank God we dug into that um, stuff today. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Set ourselves up for success. Well, yeah. Thanks for joining us for our X-Files episode. I think uh, we have more to talk about here. I think we're going to end up probably doing another one of these because uh, we, we, we veered off into the crazy world of politics, which was stupid. Um, but next time we talk about this, we're going to go straight into the Monster of the Week stuff, which will not be next time. Next time, though, speaking of Monsters of the Week, we're going to be doing Resident Evil. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we were supposed to do that this week, and then we forgot. Well, I wasn't sure you were going to check in to see if we were going to have a guest or not. 
Oh yeah. Well, we might. We might. All right. We have a guest. We might have a first to guest. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, maybe they, can, maybe and, they uh, can liven the sh- the shit up. <laughs> maybe they'll make it interesting. Yeah. That'd be good. See you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Storied is Chris Rebert, Harrison Pink, and Sean Ainsworth, and our music is composed by the amazing Jared Emerson Johnson. Thanks so much for listening. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, if you have any feedback, you can follow us on Twitter at StoriedCast, or you can email us any feedback or any ideas for our future shows at storiedcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.